like apparently it's a phenomenon called like a green fireball and they've been just seeing them like in the sky no one really knows what it is so you could google it yeah that's cool green fireball ufo that makes things so exciting and it just i was like bro aliens are real like that's what it was like i mean it's, it's like, i mean it's more exciting to think that you know i'd be down it, it, my mind was just completely open to it. I used to have uh, studio sessions with the guy. How did I get this fire? That's cool. I think I kept it because one side, because it has 311 on it. But I didn't even notice until now, it was Bees Coast. Joey, pro era Flatbush zombies. Underachievers all together. Basically, if you're cool and you did hip hop in New York, you're. That's basically everybody. Everybody. <coughs> Which one are you? Are you Underachievers fan or are you Flatbush fan? Are you are you pro era? Which do you like more? I feel personally like underachievers is like more palatable than Flatbush. But Flatbush is like hype. I think underachievers have had just like a, a solid run, especially the one with all the glitter. That was a fire. That was a fire run. Just like Roscoe said, just like Benji said, into the spirits. Let's get in the spirits. So originally, I wasn't even supposed to be in Austin. Let me start with that. But, you know, it kind of worked out because I ended up being... <laughs> <laughs> Okay, all right, okay. So, originally, I wasn't even supposed to be in Austin, but it really worked out because I got to get a manual on the show. If you don't know, uh, manual, he did. <laughs> This tape with Ark. surviving in Austin and we keep in touch we got caught up together that was cool I got him on the show I think that was a solid win I checked it off I feel like I documented what was going on uh, in his life got a pretty good 
portrait of who he is as a person, and I thought that was nice. So, yeah, we did an episode, and this is it. I feel like it was a pretty good episode. It just took a while to get out. I've been busy telling strangers what goes on in the deepest parts of my psyche. Getting better is the only thing that excites me. I'm running out of feel better money. I've got some good friends, made some new ones recently. I'm really doing this for them. I can't give back like I want to. So this is kind of the way that I give back. Hello? All right. Yeah. Checker, 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 checker. I know your levels are good. So, I think we're good. Check my level. Check my level. <laughs> Please check my level. How's my level? How's my level? It's free levels. It's weird. Yep. Yeah, I picked that one up. Bitcoin just crashed. Oh, that was, that was a couple days ago. I was like, for real? Yeah. Like, <laughs> just now? Crashed like ten thousand dollars. It was up, okay. up. You could have made a bunch. Of, like, man, I bet some people made a bunch of money off of that that freaking drop. <laughs> but a bunch of people also lost. <laughs> I remember when, like, during the first big Bitcoin craze, and like it peaked at like. 10k or whatever yeah man I thought that was a big deal that was at like 60 <laughs> yeah dude this is my freaking um this has been my what you call it yeah I, mean, I don't even notice it I mean I still do but like this is a bitcoin buy somebody did and it's at like a million dollars right now I mean it was this is a while ago <laughs> <laughs> just to remind you yeah I mean, <laughs> like it's possible <laughs> <laughs> what was your favorite lock screen ever favorite lock screen ever you know I freaking had this I had a floral lock screen that was just so nice it was like this really nice painting it made me feel very calm all the time are we are we live is this a podcast right yeah now? Oh, if shit. you like okay. if you want to keep this <laughs> uh, yeah let's go we're doing it do we want to give like an introduction? This is the intro, alright? I drove to Austin, Texas. Austin. I'm here with my man, Claude. Emmanuel. Claude Emmanuel. Emmanuel. Yes, sir. In the flesh. In the flesh. I, I usually hide. I usually don't show my face, but uh, here I am, yeah. <laughs> Not a spectral projection this time. Actually here. And so now, we're chilling. It's a beautiful Sunday night, Monday morning, 
and yo, we're just living. Yeah. Yes, sir. What do you? What would you like to? How would you introduce yourself? Um, I would introduce myself as Emmanuel, uh, artist. When I make art, I go by Quad Emmanuel. But you can call me either one, Quad or Emmanuel. I like flowers and rainbows. Yes, that's my introduction. If you had to bet on like a fight between flowers and rainbows, like who would who would win? Man, you know, the flowers are everywhere, and the rainbows only show up like once every now and then when it rains. Yeah, true. So yeah. probably the rainbows because. They, you know, they sneak up on people. They just come through like, <sighs> Okay, my next question. Um, if you were a rainbow and you were in a death fight with, if you had to fight flowers, okay? <laughs> okay. Um, how would you do it? How would you take the flowers down? Damn, if I was a rainbow? Well, I feel like as a rainbow, you, you kind of work hand in hand with flowers. Because, like, the rain helps the flowers, and then the sun also helps the flowers, and the sun creates the rainbow. So it's kind of like you're, it's like you're pretty much hand-in-hand with the rainbows. I, I wouldn't fight them at all, to be honest. Yeah, I don't think, I don't think rainbows are very violent people. Not from what I've known, uh, but. Yeah. <laughs> so tell me about your setup. This is, like. It looks so much more complex, but the longer that I've looked at it, I oh, it makes man. a lot more sense to me. Dude, it's like freaking... I don't even know, because... No, I'm kidding. I should... I should be using this more, but it's like I have a computer, and then I have like some different effects. Like, there's like a compressor type thing. A mixer. A mixer that does like cool stuff. And then I have a sampler, which is the MPC-1000. And, like, I kind of just, like, connect things and record things and connect things. And, like, I'll mic a guitar amp or I'll mic a keyboard. I kind of just, like, you know. Man, I don't know. It feels like I'm cooking because, like, you just keep adding new ingredients into stuff when you make music. Yeah. Literally cooking up beats. Yeah. C- cooking up, yeah. Probably, yes. What else do you see uh, being added here? Out of here, you know, I think I gotta chill. Honestly, like it's not even that many things, but like so much of it, it's like I can get a lot done with like just a few things. And even though it looks complicated, like it's only a couple things. Like really, <laughs> like I have some echo effects. Like um, that's about it. And then just like this little guitar pedal that has like phasers and chorus and things like that. Yeah, I think, like, just enough is, like, um, like a couple of things, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, that's, like, um, the perfect balance because, like, if you – I've done it, too. Like, um, I've just bought way too many things <laughs> at one point and, like, never, like, really utilized all of them while I had them mm-hmm. and just kind of, like, overwhelmed myself. But like, I had just like, uh, right, like a 
kid's uh, Casio keyboard with like a ton of presets. Oh, yeah. But it had a quarter inch output, which was really nice. And like yeah. I, um, I was recording sounds off that. We made a sound. We made a. Um, we made a song I, once. Yeah, I think we jammed on that. I remember playing your Casio keyboard a while ago. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and like a. Um, I just had that and like a ribbon, um, a ribbon synthesizer. Oh, a synthesizer. Okay. Yeah. yeah, like you can touch it with your with your thumbs. Oh, I know what you're talking about. The, the stylus one, kind of. Yeah, with the stylus okay. and the a record player, and that would just make like weird, like haunted, like <laughs> beats and like instrumentals cool, and shit man. like that. That's good. Yeah. <laughs> but, I yeah. I love using the computer honestly, but I also love not using the computer to make music. It's just so, dude. There's so many toxic things on the internet and on on the computer that like. Oh no! It's yeah. good to be away from. Yeah. It's kind of uh, it's like a double-edged sword like that, mm-hmm. like to where you know, like. It's like everything at your fingertips, but the bad news is everything's at your fingertips. <laughs> oh man, I yeah. That's facts. Too much access. I've had way too much access to the yeah, computer. Right. To the internet. In fact, if I was in charge, I wouldn't let kids use the internet until they were freaking like nine years old. I mean, unsupervised. Honestly, that's that's some that's some <laughs> that's that's dictator level. Never mind. How would you even enforce that? <laughs> I don't know. We got to crack down on these kids. On <laughs> yeah, they need to fucking get off. On Google Chrome. <laughs> they need to get off. Spotify, YouTube, all that shit. Yeah, read books and shit. Go outside. Bro, man, they really do. We're gonna really see like the impact of all all these like <laughs> of all these things on kids Zoomer really soon. <laughs> They're gonna go to Zoom. Like they'll be too zoomed up. Is that what the Z stands for in Generation Z? Zoomer? No, I'm kidding. <laughs> Actually, dude, it can, it can be now, right? I never thought of it like that. That's probably like why they call it Zoomer. Was supposed to be like you know they hop from one trend to the next and everything is like um, everything that's popular like like again new is like mm-hmm. that's what they're all about I guess. But at the same time, I thought, um, man, I thought we were just calling them Zoomers because like all of a sudden during the pandemic, like everybody has to use Zoom, you know? Oh. So I, isn't that why? Whoa! <laughs> like, oh, I thought of it, man. Bro, levels. <laughs> it could be both. I think the levels are good. I can I can see your waveforms. I can see mine. Okay, cool. Yeah. yeah. Man, the drive here was like I was like hitting a hundred like miles an hour. Dude, I, I can feel that it might have been brutal because you called me. I think the first time you called me was like three p.m. and the last time you called me was like seven. You're like, I'll be there at ten. I'll be there at eight. I'll be there at ten. I know how it is because I used to do that. Yeah, like I would go to another place. And be like, ah. Oh, be there tomorrow <laughs> we just kept um we were kind of dragging and like mm-hmm. we didn't have a plan uh when we left so it was um and i was really out of it i had just so much on my mind so it was like kind of hard to focus and it was funny because as soon as we like even like pulled off like my cousin was like asking me just really really deep like questions about like my life and just like mm-hmm like psychoanalyzing me and just it completely threw me off and I forgot we were like <laughs> we were trying to get a car and tr- yeah. what we were trying to do just 
She was like, so how do you think your parents' divorce, like, has affected your life? What? Like, two, <laughs> two minutes into driving. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it was stuff like me, that. I was like, uh, my parents are divorced. My dad said. Yeah, <laughs> 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 how did it affect you, though? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I want to hear this, though. Bro, like, everybody else. I don't know. Mm-hmm. It was like, she was asking me, like, how, like, how I'm going to, like, how do I deal with uh, the past and, like, how do I deal with things now? Like, do I have an outlet for anything? And, mm. and like, I'm trying to navigate to, like, <laughs> the enterprise and I'm like, I feel yeah, like, you um, know. <laughs> having a, your parents divorce, it kind of gives you a different perspective on relationships than, like, other kids, you know? Because, like, you might, what my parents, I mean, they were together. They would, like, they would fight. They would be like, pa, pa. But, um, like, I still thought they would be together, you know? But if they were separate, I would kind of have a different perspective where, where it's like, well, maybe you don't only find one person. Maybe you find one person and you find another person. That kind of thing. Yeah. It really was more like the life uh, style from um, having to, like, shared custody. Like, oh, yeah. uh, that was um, more had a bigger impact than them splitting up. Because be this place, then this place. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Moving every, like, week. Every week, yeah. Yeah. Mm. Through, from, like, through from middle school through, like, high school. Mm. Every week. Then it was, like, every two weeks for a bit. And I think in high school we were, like, okay, every two weeks. Okay. And you didn't have to, like, switch schools or anything. No, um, no. I was only bummed about the relationship part of it, like, for, like, maybe a month or two. Wait, so this happened when you were in middle school, right? Yeah, I was, um, just about to go into middle school. Okay. Yeah. Hmm. Fifth grade, I think. Yeah, she was just tearing into me, just everything. Just had all my business, and then, like it was just like, mm. bro, like we just went straight therapy mode, and <laughs> we have a three-hour drive, which was the funniest part. I was like, mm. we <laughs> we could we could we have a whole three-hour drive to do all this. <laughs> like we're still trying to figure shit out right now. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> like what? What's going on? Um. Yeah, I really like the episode you did with Seth, the the cap, the cap or not. Oh, dude, <laughs> I'm so glad they that yeah, man, yeah, that one was fun. They were they were both really. That was um, I think the first time I'd really like like had like a deep deep conversation like that with. Uh, <laughs> they were both great. Oh, Akeem was on that episode. I didn't even know that. Okay, fuck. You weren't supposed to know that. <laughs> oh, you, you guys didn't hear that. No one heard that. Nobody even knows what the fuck you said. So, like, honestly, like, I just dropped what it. What are we talking about? Like, what? <laughs> yeah. And they were like, "Bro, we we can't be on. We can't. Uh, we'll do it, but we can't. I don't want my like name on this." Okay. Right. And I was like, "That's fine." I need the content, bro. <laughs> yeah, 
pretty dope. So. But you won't know by his voice, because what he's known for is like, he doesn't use his voice. You know? Yeah, playing bass. I don't even, I don't even know the dude, so <laughs> for sure. <laughs> you guys were, you guys were like each other, I think. That's hard to say. Bet. Bet. I don't like anybody. <laughs> <laughs> I am the knight. <laughs> I don't get along with others. <laughs> like him? No. No, I don't do that. Shit. Friends? <laughs> What's that? What are you talking about? Nah, man. I just don't. I just don't maintain friendships. I can't help but I gotta tell you. Kansas never closes. <laughs> Kansas never closes? <laughs> yeah. They don't? No, it's 24 hours all day, but... Not even... a. Plague will stop Cass's. Not even the plague. Bro. I have like two Star Wars movies here, and I've never even seen any Star Wars movies. And I don't have a VHS player to play them. Never seen Star Wars, bro? Never seen Star Wars. Yeah, I know. A lot of people are going to be angry hearing that shit. <laughs> That's mind-blowing to me. But it's more and more common. When I was a kid, it was like everyone's seen Star Wars. Yeah. Everybody and their dads, like... Sat and watched Star Wars, unless you were dadless, then you watched it. <laughs> I wasn't dadless, but I don't know. My parents were from a different culture, so you know what? My parents have seen Star Wars, and I haven't seen Star Wars. They watched it without me. That's that's tough. Purposefully, they kept it away from you for a reason, and you're about to figure out why. Oh, oh my God! You're about to learn why they kept it from you. So. What was uh, what culture are they? My uh, I don't I don't know if I can go into that man. That's well, no, I'm kidding. Uh, my parents are. <laughs> I was like, really? Uh, you all in like Jared Leto's? They cult? are um, like, uh, aliens from the planet ZX two nine five called Nigeria. I knew it. I knew he was alien. Yeah. <laughs> I knew he wasn't of this world. Completely unhuman. Finally, we caught him. And then, like, the doors, like, burst okay, open. Yeah, this is uh, Area 51. There's a trap door right <laughs> under this carpet. You disappeared 30 years ago. We finally got you. Right. Dude, I was listening to this interview with the guy who supposedly worked at Area 51. Oh, the, um, the, the, um, yeah, yeah. Uh, do you know what I'm talking about? He was, he had a documentary about him. Um, there might have been a different dude. I'm pretty sure it's one of the person that works there. Okay. Uh, but yeah, dude, he was he was saying a lot of crazy stuff. Um, I probably shouldn't even mention it, but like, um, yeah, he was fighting like ten foot tall reptiles, laser beams, beal beal. The other guy was um, Lazarus or something. Lazarus. Laz something. He has a documentary on Netflix, and he talks about everything he remembers seeing. And pretty much everything he said about uh, working there, like, people have, makes sense, kind of. like, um, like cross-reference, and, like, they were ac- actually other people's, like, testimonies, like, mm. completely unrelated. So completely, probably not Cap. Probably yeah, not Cap. probably not Cap. My dude is probably Cap. He was, yeah, he was going on. <laughs> I, yeah, it's hard to believe 10 foot reptiles he was fighting them hey bro seeing is believing <laughs> hey bro feel the rain on your skin no one else can feel let it feel the rain on your skin 
Yo know what I'm talking about. Standing in the edge of the dirty window. Uh. What's the worst period of music do you think? The worst period of music was, was in the eighties when everyone used the same snare after Oh, you mean the yeah, the, the gated Fucking, echo snare. Yeah. 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 After uh, um, Phil Collins. You know, I I didn't like that at first, but now I appreciated the gated snare. It can be done well, but my least favorite era of music is probably like 2002 to like 2006 or something. That's just the worst music ever, bro. The, like the just straight pop, like... No, no, like, yeah. <laughs> no Man, subplot, like, just, there was, like, that was all bling. Yeah, it was probably even, like, a little, a little bit more than that in terms of the years, but, like, man, those, like, freaking ludicrous songs, like, with Usher, they're catchy, right? But just, like, pretty much that whole genre of, like, that, whatever that culture was, like, it, I don't, it wasn't popping to me. The T the the like T V gangster rap star. T V gangster rap, yeah. Not like the actual gangster like uh, you know, from the streets really. It was like the um the larger than life, like cowboy T T V cowboy like cowboy. You know. Right. Cowboy in a TV show cowboy, not the real thing. That's what I'm trying to say. I mean, yeah, 50 was in the streets, but he wasn't really, really in the streets. He mostly made music. And, like, Ludacris, like, actually, I really don't know that much about Ludacris' backstory. Hmm. That's a pretty cool rapper name, though, like, to just, it's pretty bold to just say, I'm Ludacris. It's genius. Is his name Chris? No idea. No idea. <laughs> <laughs> It's Nathaniel. Nathaniel is, is like <laughs> Roger Gregory the second. Nathaniel Ludacris Evans, <laughs> born <laughs> in Baltimore. <laughs> I don't know where Ludacris is from. There's hardcore Luda fans right now screaming at their at their <laughs> speakers like, Freaking. "No, <laughs> he was born in South Beach. I do not know this." Yeah, man. Let's talk about like. Um, you ever cried? Pancakes. Uh, well, that's way darker than what I was going to say. Have I ever cried? Hmm. When's the last time you were crying? Um, shit, maybe like two years ago. Damn, dude, two years, bro. I was crying like a couple days ago. <laughs> what the? <laughs> I almost cried a couple, I almost cried two days ago, mm. but then I, I just sat there and made a weird face. For some reason, when me and my friends go picking um, fungus in the fields, yeah, um, portobellos, and we eat them, like, for some reason, I, I, I start crying, because it's just very emotional. That's tender bonding time, yeah. You can ask my friends uh, um, that I went on the road with. You can ask Sep. I was bawling my eyes out one time. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, we were at um, at Lake Michigan. Okay, wow, it's far. <laughs> Whoa. We were up there working the music festival. We were at a, a oh, bunch word. of bars. I remember when you were doing that. Yeah, I do recall that. Yeah. I was like, mm. fucking, it felt like I was being born again, like spiritually. Dude, yeah. I, I was about to say that. I, I felt like that was your spiritual awakening. Or at least that's, that, I think, you, I remember you telling me that, that that moment of being at Bonnaroo, was it? Bonnaroo, yeah. Oh, Bonnaroo? Okay, yeah. I talk about it so much, <laughs> like, over the years. I didn't realize how, like, how like much of a core memory that would, like all that shit would end mm-hmm. up being, which is so wild. I still think yeah. about it like every like those times like every mm-hmm. couple of days. Yeah, I miss so I I miss the concept of Summerfest in Houston. Oh, it was like, so cool, dude. Yeah, I volunteered. I volunteered at Summerfest when I was in high school, so that was just like a, that was a thing. <laughs> Free press, right? Free press, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then they had like. Um, not, it's like not jambalaya is something mm. fucking rolling yeah, loud day and night day and night yeah yeah hello festivals yeah and this shit's like pretty much all gone now day and night when Thundercat was there and Bjork and fucking the blue one okay that yeah. one went up man yeah I saw Thundercat I, I didn't see Bjork mm. yeah they had Princess Nokia was I mean, that wasn't, like, the main, main one. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, Flying Lotus was there. When Flying Lotus too, was right? there. Yeah. Yeah. My, uh, Connor Mizell said he was just in the crowd, and then, like, Thundercat and Flylo were, like, just making their way, pushing everybody, like, apart. Making my way through the crowd. <laughs> and, they, and just dabbing people up, and, like, like I think, I think Flylo had a joint, and... Uh, and, like they were, they just you're just walking through and just like people that would recognize him would like dab them mm-hmm. up and like he like he dabbed them up and or they said like they waved or some shit and just kept going. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It was crazy. It was all sorts of stuff like that. There was so much to day and night. Like they were so different. Yeah, from it was everybody. like a really big experience. Yeah. Yeah. Like they wanted you to walk in and just feel like you're in like a freaking Alice in Wonderland. Yeah, or like a. Freaking video game. Oh, dude, yeah. That was, that would have been so much fun on heavy experimental drugs from the yes, dark web. I would definitely was not doing that. <laughs> was, uh, okay. <laughs> sacred geometry. Have you ever seen sacred geometry? I, um, dude, so first person? There were some things that I had consumed while I was going to this music festival. Yeah. And I was walking in the room, one of those rooms with the lights. It was the main room, really. And there was just all, there was all these patterns that were just appearing in my vision, like flowers and like um, shapes and like, yeah, just beautiful stuff. And I'm like, wow, (laughs) this is crazy. But I haven't experienced that since. The patterns are the most wild to think about to me because if it's like, does everyone see the same thing or like, yeah, will we all see different patterns and like, what does that say about about us if like everyone yeah, sees something different? It's like when you look at um, what is it called, like a pine cone, and all of them are pretty much the same shape, and like, and they follow that number pattern uh, Fibonacci, like one one. 
I don't know the Fibonacci number sequence, but it's like one, one, two, three, five, seven, seven. I think so, yeah. Thirteen, on and on. Mike knows, yeah. <laughs> Crazy. I definitely think that there's like an inherent pattern to everything. It's um, like in the fabric, right? Like the fabric of all things. For sure, yeah. Like macro size, like we you can see it in like um, in um, like society. Okay. Like how we lay our cities out, like how they're all spaced out, kind of like um, kind of in a grid, like but just in a different shape, mm-hmm. like at an angle. But we it's still like all the major cities still kind of make like a grid. Yeah, it's true. Um, it reminds me of what a, f- a friend of mine told me a couple of days ago. She was saying that um, when she was in Utah, the entire city was laid around a grid because it, it's kind of like a really religious area. So the entire city is like laid around a grid that surrounds the church. Yeah, Salt Lake City. Oh, okay, yeah. Yeah, sure. yeah, I think. Right? Salt Lake is Utah? It might not have been Salt Lake City, but uh, it was a city, certain cities in Utah that are like just built around this grid that like focuses itself on the Mormon church. Yeah, big, big Mormon. Uh, yeah. So, like, pretty much everybody can, like, either get there easier, or you always see it. I'm not really too sure if it's one of those. It made it super easy for everybody. Yeah. It's like, y'all don't gotta worry about any of those any of those devilish triangle-shaped blocks. <laughs> Dude, three points. Are. Here is something strange. People are afraid of like weird stuff. <laughs> they yeah, there's some strange stuff that that's like become superstitious that people are just like freaked out. Like what? Um, I always thought like the number thirteen thing was like weird. Has that like one number out of an infinite amount of numbers? Yeah, I guess it's like two numbers. Usually don't have a thirteenth floor. Exactly. Uh, I guess, man, that's that's trivial, but I guess it makes sense to somebody. <laughs> I don't know what happened. Thirteen is kind of an awkward number because I'm like twelve is dope, fourteen is dope, but like, <laughs> thirteen is just like I don't know. <laughs> I can get down with twelve, always. Yeah. Twelve is round. Fourteen, cool, it's round. Thirteen though? Yeah, it's jagged. It's like it sticks out. People who claim the number thirteen, I, I mess with y'all. Y'all are cool. That was very brave in this world. Yeah. If you rep 13, bro. Mm-hmm. Unless you're MS-13, then I do not get down Ooh. with that. I do not subscribe. Unsubscribe. Unliked. Yo, all y'all like to, like, take kids Man. and do bad shit to them. We, we coming. We coming for the kids. That's awful, man. <laughs> So, would you ever do talk radio, like NPR? I would totally do NPR. I feel like if this was NPR, we would have, like, hella shit to talk about. Like, we would never run out of shit to talk about. We would never run out of anything to talk about. We would just be, like... We'd have an infinite amount of, like, <laughs> articles and people and, like, Yeah, and propaganda to spread to, to all the citizens. The, I mean, you know, the Clinton Foundation would <laughs> the Clinton Foundation. tell us... 
what people need to yeah, know sure. and <laughs> what albums that we recommend and albums any music you'd like to recommend right now yeah. um i'm into um like new wave stuff a little bit okay like from the 80s dude for sure like uh there's so much like i don't want to say Susie in the band Susie, but that, that's the first one that comes to mind uh, i fuck with Susie. yeah Susie's cool um the cure but that's too basic i don't know i don't listen to that that those years too much sometimes new order like it new order, it okay. does hit yeah What's that one band that has a song where it's like, Come on, honey. I don't know what the band is, but that, that song's really cool. I like... Come on. Yeah, I'll have to find it, but like the freaking string, the string uh, section, it's like... <laughs> it's nice. That was clear. I like that. Um, I've been listening to a lot of David Bowie and My Bloody Valentine. Yo, My Bloody Valentine is something else, yo. I haven't gotten into any Bowie. Yeah. So thank you for mentioning that. I'll check him out. You should check out uh, his albums from, like, when he was in Berlin with, okay. with, uh, with Iggy Pop. Okay, cool. Heroes oh. is, like, the most famous one. Oh. <clears throat> yeah Heroes and Low and one other one I don't remember dude for sure I man I remember listening to Bowie like a while ago and I, I just really didn't understand it I don't want to say I didn't like it because I would offend people you know what I didn't like it get offended <laughs> I just really didn't understand the music but uh, My Bloody Valentine yo that is some. It's really transcendent. Like, there's there's a lot of people that try to do that sound, but like they haven't they haven't really been able to to get there. Yeah, yeah. They're just they did something. Kevin Shields, he's on that. He's on that original flow, man. Like Loveless, like has mm-hmm. like timeless, timeless fucking just moods. Mm-hmm. You can be in from like just like dried out to like. Mm. Ecstatic, like euphoric, to like yeah, it's 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 psychedelic curious. in this really strange way that um, I don't want to say sleepy, but it's like something about it is just very calming. Like I I haven't really been listening to too much music now, but sometimes I would really just like to listen to like white noise or something like, or just like some some soft crackling in the background, like yeah, some yeah ambient like music I've been able to appreciate like a lot more when there's just like so much going on in my head and I just have to put on something to listen to that's like pleasant and like yeah man. doesn't even need like um boards of Canada okay yeah I think people are really moving towards listening to more like simpler like frequency based music like I feel like it's a crazy prediction, but I think in the future, like, there will be hit songs that are literally just, like, freaking, like, frequencies, like, single-ass frequencies. Just, like, 832 hertz? Yeah, some, some shit like that. Or it's something's based off of that, where it's, like, like frequency healing, you could say, music. Or things that would sound like that. I mean, you know, 
WAP is still a hit, but like we need other shit, dude. I feel like yeah, in the future there's definitely a big chance we'll have like radio playing like experimental music and like things that would only be like cult classics like dude for sure i mean like freaking 10 years ago like tame impala was like the weird thing to listen to like 10 literal years literally 10 years yeah i put on lonerism and 2012 yeah uh, you know the vibes yeah dude i saw tame impala in 2013 that was February of 2013. That was one of the dopest experiences of my life. Bro, that's that's alt rock. That's psychedelic rock. Dude. Jesus. <laughs> yeah, like, me and my homegirl, Carolina, like, after school, we took a taxi to freaking Fitzgerald's and we saw Tim and Paul. That's live. So it was live. That That is off the hook. But I was saying, like, man, that sh- that used to be like it, it was be, popular. Yeah, it was like it was a fringe. But it was it was still kind of fringe. And now, yeah. like, now you turn on the freaking anything, and everybody's copying his drum sounds. Everybody's like everything sounds like that now, you know, or more in that direction. Yeah, you started a wave of people, like, mm-hmm. like doing like crazy things to like their their crazy effects on everything. Yeah, and like tight like. And people, and like, it's not like he started it, but he brought it back in such a way that just made it really, really cool. And like, his drum sound, especially. We're talking about Tame Impala, by the way, for anybody listening. This is Tame Impala talk. Yeah. <laughs> All right, next topic. I don't want to talk about him too much. What, um, what, like, pants would you say are like your favorite to wear? Dude, I need to, I need to work on that. I, I don't know. <laughs> like, Chinos are cool. I've appreciated chinos lately. You know, I have a pair of chinos, and they, I don't know, like, compared to, like, the jeans, they're, they're, like, not as, like, um, they're more comfortable to, like, just throw on with everything. Okay, for sure. Yeah. But they look, they look really better cool. with, like, t-shirts and stuff than jeans. Yeah. Yeah, man. I, I kind of... I kind of did this thing where, like, I mean, it's not that I don't care about my personal appearance, but I, I was just kind of disgusted by the way that people were using their personal appearance to, like, kind of step on other people, or maybe from their perception, or maybe how people were too focused on their personal appearance. So I kind of just, like, stopped caring about a lot of things. That is really, like, baked into, um, <laughs> like, social media and everything. Dude, for sure, man. Yeah. Um, even in regular society, like, before that, it was, like, a huge, huge deal to look really, really nice, because that was, like, mm-hmm. everything. That was, like, your brand. Like, Yeah, um, definitely. Kind of reminds you of what MF Doom was saying about how, like, he just started wearing the mask because he noticed that the music that was popular, like, people were so focused on the image, so if he just puts on a mask, and it's like, okay, well, that's yeah, how he looks. You, you have know? to actually listen to yeah, what he's yeah, saying. It's more about his, his music than it is about, like, oh, look at me. Yeah. Or look at what I'm doing. I was thinking on the way here, like, MF Doom was really a genius. Like, he was really, really, really talented and just really found out how to make all of his stuff, mm-hmm. like, work. Like, yeah. um... He, he's really, he was really good at, like, concepts, really. <laughs> like, Really, really, he was um, just 
like not afraid to to just like commit to an idea for like albums long oh, yeah yeah you know like different characters and things yeah like, like all of his different things and like all of his like he he would be silly too mm-hmm. like i i don't know any other like really like any rappers that really could do silly like mf doom yeah like other he definitely it's, it's almost kind of whimsical and you know what this might sound a little strange but maybe it's because he he's british essentially <laughs> like there's that whole like monty python yeah i saw an interview he was talking about like how he was influenced by different types of humor but like he's like his parents are british like he kind of has like a different background so like but he's still like from new york and he's like african-american or uh, black if you want to call it but i that that word doesn't really mean anything like super great <laughs> um yeah he definitely definitely was a different type of cat very very unusual uh life for sure yeah yeah from before even like before he even started rapping like he was just like in new york with his brother and his friend and like they just kind of like um they were a part of the hip-hop scene like originally yeah It's, it's crazy thinking um like you know immortal technique he had this video on freaking his instagram where he was talking about seeing Biggie and Little Kim live in like 1996 or something like that. Yeah. And I'm like, dude, that's crazy. And he said that there was a freaking shootout at the show, <laughs> and him and his girl ran. And I was like, yo, that's that's epic, man. <laughs> Shit was really, really wild, man. Yeah. <laughs> and all of that was so new. It was like no one knew like the the boundary between like the characters people did in music i feel like people still don't to this day like like the 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 uh, separation between like the persona people put on in their music and like who they really really are like okay like for sure when you hear biggie talking about talking about selling crack like shit did he actually sell crack well (laughs) he did actually in this case yeah when um yeah he was talking about like shit anything on ready to die like yeah any of those songs (laughs) like it was it was really really autobiographical but it was all really like a character like the backstory to like big yeah you really really felt like you were connected to him and his story or just listening to the album yeah (laughs) yeah he talks about like being born sucking on his mama's tits Oh, he said the T word. I'ma tell. Why do I have so many rocks in my pocket, bro? What are you doing? Some rock eight for some on freaking podcast, You hear that shit? Get grounded with these with these amethysts with us. This is good for your heart chakra. Honestly, it helps you sleep. You're not wrong. You're not wrong. That one made the board light up. <laughs> Hard. <laughs> yeah, who sent fucking Tiger's Eye <laughs> crystals Dude, to your what place? What in the world? I don't know. Somebody, <laughs> somebody hacked into my Etsy account. Of all things to hack into, Etsy. 
And then they sent some freaking crystals to my mom's house. Bro, like, what? <laughs> like, Basically just to get your address to send some things to you off man, of Etsy. I, I, sent, I sent Etsy an email, and I was like, yo, like, correct this. <laughs> yo, do, do not deliver that shit, whatever it is. <laughs> I think the pro- it's just weird. I don't understand, like, why they would why they would order a product. I don't even understand. I don't even know if they use my credit card, because there's no charge on it. I don't think I have my credit card linked. And the messed up thing is I can't log into my account. Anyway, this is irrelevant. I'll figure it out. You guys don't worry about this. We'll keep it. We'll keep you updated. <laughs> on episode two, Pod Emmanuel. Literally, yeah. no one ever. I've never heard of anybody else having their Etsy account hacked. Okay. Hmm. Very rare. Yeah. Very current. So yeah, how do you feel about? Um, and I have a prediction, and I think that the U.S. dollar is, like, going to decrease, and, like, we're going to have to use cryptos. But they're going to be, like, government-regulated cryptos. Ooh. Their currency. Yeah. When all the, the pandemic shit started kicking off, it was, it just, it was like, this was what Bitcoin was, like, made for. Right, it was waiting for this moment, right? When, like, real Bitcoin life started the coronavirus. is. <laughs> We figured it out. Satoshi! It wasn't the Chinese. It wasn't that. It was Bitcoin. Bill Gates used the Bitcoin source code to create uh, the to create the perfect organism that could transmit uh, the coronavirus to humans in China. Man, so American news. You're gonna hear this from me. American news is trash. <laughs> If you go to Turkey and you turn on the freaking news channel, they will say the craziest shit ever. The type of shit that in America they say, oh, that's fake. <laughs> but if you turn on the Turkish news, they're like, um, yes, aliens. <laughs> Straight up. What else did they What else, like? Man, dude, they said some crazy shit about Bill Gates the other day on this Turkish news channel. Man, honestly, I don't even think I should repeat it, bro. People get too tricky. <laughs> how, how did you watch it? <laughs> I yeah, I've using those clips from like Iranian news or like Saudi Arabian news. I think Iran, Iran like television talks like um, and it's like these super religious like um, oh, yeah. uh, reporters and people like talking about different like um, issues and Definitely like different, different different things. They, yeah, they, I've seen a lot of memes of, of like clips from from like Iranian TV, mm-hmm. where it's like somebody said something, and then the guy's like, "I have no response. I only show you the bottom of my shoe." Oh, wait, I've seen that. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about? Yeah, yeah, I know. <laughs> yeah. All right, so now we're about to expose the U.S. government. Yeah, you've made it this far. We're about to tell you everything. Yeah. All right. The Flint water crisis was started by Answer Micah. Pauly D from Jersey Shore. Pauly D from Jersey Shore. Ding! Everybody right. should know that shit. It's obvious. Where was Pauly D during all of this? Back, he might have started the pandemic too. He's been real quiet for the past year. That was Bruno Mars. Oh. Bruno Mars started the oh, pandemic. You're right, bro. Yeah. So he so he could get 
um, Tiger King number one on Netflix. <laughs> Dude, Joe yeah, Exotic yeah. hit up Bruno Mars. He's like, you need to do something to get my show popular. <laughs> yeah, bro. Dude, I need to be on my Joni Mitchell shit. I need to get an acoustic guitar and start start singing. I've been listening to Joni Mitchell, too. Dude, Joni Mitchell, come on, bro. Yes. <laughs> I've been listening to Hiera. Oh, for Like, H-I-E-R... Hey. Okay. Oh, okay. Oh, here. Yeah, he's here. dope. He's on. Um... No, um, the album uh, by Johnny Mitchell. Oh, okay, that different, but that's cool yeah. too. <laughs> I'll check that out. Coyote uh, is on that album. Mm-hmm. I think that's like one of her most famous songs or something like that. Oh yeah, nice. But I started listening to her because of the uh, the Bob Dylan uh, documentary mm-hmm. about um, the, uh, the Rolling Thunder tour. Okay. Yeah, that's pretty cool. Yeah. Do you know uh, Jacko Pastorius? Yes. Okay. Third Rock from the Sun. Um, maybe. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. I'm not too sure. The bassist? Yeah, right? bass player, yeah. He yeah. did an album with, or he might have done a couple albums with Joni Mitchell, and they're really, they're really something else, man. This, um, there's this one called Mingus, I believe, and it's, the album is unfinished because I think Charles, Charles Mingus died. Yeah. Uh, while they were recording it, but, uh, you should check out that album. I might even have the wrong name title, but I'm pretty sure that's it. I'm putting this putting this down. Make a note. So when I got here, you were like, where do you think the world is headed? Hmm. First question. Okay. And it was very Watchmen-esque. Reminded me. <laughs> it was very, very high Watchmen energy. Yeah. Where everyone's first thought is like... These times are so strange and weird. We never, we don't know what's going to happen. The Cold War. There's honestly, I think there's a plot twist, but it's not even the plot twist that anybody else thinks. It'll be a plot twist that nobody expects. Like, not even the person who thinks they know what the plot twist would be. In fact, the plot twist might not even know what the plot twist is. I feel like it's not like um, something's coming that it's just like, not even people that'll be like, well, that's just typical for this year. Mm Mm-hmm. Or, well, that's great. Of course that went wrong. Nothing goes wrong. It'll be just something that'll just, that'll really, like, hit everybody. Yeah, so so do you think this year or last year was, is, was crazier? Like, how do, you, how do you feel so far? I don't know this year isn't over, because it could, man, this year could blow. <laughs> this year, jeez. For me, um, I would have to say... 2020 was was crazier for me. Was it kind of like a shock? Because, like, I was expecting it to go... You know, we didn't really expect any of this to happen. It was really, like, off-putting. And I was expecting to, like, I don't know, play shows all year. But I was actually kind of, like, kind of depressed about it because, like, I didn't want to play shows. And, like, I saw everybody else playing shows. And then the pandemic happened and nobody's playing shows. So I was like, oh, cool. I'm going to just... Yeah, I don't have to do that now. <laughs> I'm gonna just stand and make music. You were, yeah, you were, um, you were performing. Like, you would, um, you were, like, getting, like, you were booking, like, venues and stuff. Yeah, you had a band I had and one stuff. Giga Axel Rada in January last year. Yeah, you were there. Giga Axel Rada. That, that was, was hard. Thanks, yeah. Man. That was fun. But yeah, I, I mean, we did a festival last year and it was, it was tight. Do that again this year. Uh, definitely.
definitely it's not for everybody. Some people feel like um, maybe they should stay home or they shouldn't do things, and that's completely, it's completely your choice. You know, it's completely your choice what you want to expose yourself to or who you want to talk to. Any of that, all of that, for sure. So I support everybody's decision to, yeah, to be themselves. You gotta let people be themselves. Exactly, yeah. Whenever you try to like control somebody's free will, that's when that's like literally the only evil thing that you can do. And there's different degrees of it. Because obviously like people who who abuse others, you're you're infringing upon their free will. But there's also like smaller ways to do it, like trying to force your opinions down somebody else's throat or things like that. I've done that. I've I've controlled other people's free will. Yeah, we're, we're all guilty, right? Um, <clears throat> damn. <laughs> yeah, man, but let's go deeper. <laughs> um, tell me about free will. Who did 9-11? Everybody knows. <laughs> we all know. Mm. Your homies know, your baby daddy honestly, know, bro, everybody know. Honestly, like, at least so, something's up there. We, I don't know if we should talk too much about it, but so, something, something's different there. Definitely. It's interesting, um, like, let's expose the U.S. government. <laughs> uh, like, freaking, the, I think it's the CIA, no, the Pentagon was spending millions of dollars on producing fake terrorist videos. And this is, like, straight up, like, exposed. Google that shit, like, article will come up. They were spending millions of dollars on fake terrorist videos for propaganda. Now, that's just one instance. You can guarantee there's other instances. So, I'm personally, I'm a person who's, like, if I see it on the TV and, like, somebody's trying to tell me that, oh, this is what's happening, this is where we're putting your tax dollars. I don't believe you. I don't believe that that's what's going on, actually. <laughs> There's just so much inconsistency that I, I just don't... I, I don't really believe anything anybody says, I unless unless it really resonates with me. Yeah, bro, they, they have programs and stuff that were just, like, completely unethical and shit, but they never, like, really had to stop doing them. Like, just because people found out about them. Okay, yeah, like, the CIA, MKUltra in the 60s, like... That's that, the big one that, that comes to people's stop. mind. <laughs> like, that did never stop, you know? Yeah, but, like, um... Dismantling, like, the civil rights movement. Mm-hmm. Government did that. Yeah, Black Panther executions. They're still, like... They're still doing that. Fred Hampton. Yeah. Yeah. Dude... Black Lives Matter is kind of a messed up organization, though. And I feel bad for people in other countries. Because I know people in other countries off social media and stuff. And, like, I remember there was a big push last year. And a lot of people were like, yeah, let's donate to BLM, that kind of thing. And on the surface, you're like, okay, yeah, um, people are doing the right thing. And then you look a little deeper. And Breonna Taylor's mom is like, hey, like, they never helped me. Michael Brown, uh, is that his name? I'm sorry. Um, his dad is like, yo, they didn't give us any money. So, like, I haven't seen any black communities helped. I haven't seen any of this shit. And they're, they're getting, like, fucking how, how many million dollars? Like, 
hundred million dollars, and where is it going, bro? Like, where is the money wow. going? There's a couple. Um, I saw one during the summer last year. It was on social media, but there was like one Black Lives Matter like type, um, like board of people that okay. were like, quote unquote, like helping, um, helping the the movement or something, and okay. they were like all based online and they had a GoFundMe and shit and right. people thought that they were like the actual Black Lives Matter movement uh-huh. and they were they were all white people and right. like they were just like all like rich and yeah. like had yeah, no that, ties to anything going like, on um, you can double check this but there's this um, sub organization called Act Blue that um, the BLM donations goes to so uh, and it actually funded Bernie Sanders' campaign and Biden's campaign last year. So I don't know how much of that money from BLM goes to them, but some of it does. <laughs> so it's very interesting how... It's funneled it's, into the hands of Democrats. Exactly, yeah. <laughs> who are pretty much just Republicans, but... Bro, they're, they're all the same shit. But the, <laughs> they're all the same Not shit. as bold. There, there's differences, definitely, in this. But, like, man, pe- people were saying, oh, like, um... The border, like years ago, when or in 2019, when there was a thing with the kids in cages at the border crisis. The first time the kids were in cages was in 2014. 2019 again, the shelter opens with like maybe like 3,000 kids. Now we have freaking over 13. Dude, that's that's such a low number. I don't even know how much it is, but it's like in over 10,000 kids crammed into one facility. There's still people coming into the border. It's like things get worse, and like it's funny because people are blinded into thinking that they're getting better, but it just gets worse. And depending on what the media focuses on, is really just how people react. Because if the media doesn't focus on it, then people won't, won't even really care about it. <laughs> I feel like a big part of the Biden thing is everyone really, really, really hoping things get better. Mm-hmm. And mostly just being so anti-Trump that right. that they like support Biden. Right. Yeah. It wasn't but, like people were excited to to vote for Biden, but yeah. they were excited to not vote for Trump. <laughs> but very clearly, things aren't going to get better. Like it, <laughs> at least fast, at least anytime soon. Um, not from these guys. It doesn't really. Yeah. Honestly, abolish the U.S. government. <laughs> 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 no cap. Man, facts or cap? Facts, Ab- abolish facts the U.S. government. Cap. <laughs> Man, freaking, like, I'm gonna have to go with facts. <laughs> I did a post today on Instagram about um, the freaking how there's all these like leftist infographics about uh, oh political violence is used to solve this problem and. There's there's some there's something there, but people don't understand that whenever you have a little anarchy, like shit goes out of control. Like you have kids that get hurt, you have people that get hurt. Like you had that freaking um, Chaz autonomous zone last year. You remember that, right? I remember that for sure, dude. Like the, there were no police there. Women were getting um, assaulted, abused, assaulted, that kind of stuff. The kids it's were robberies. dying, bro. And it's like y'all. Man, there's there's all these like organizations that are putting out these like little like ideas that people latch onto too much, and it like 
it's really just all talk, bro. Like, I'm not going to see any of y'all, like, go and fight a police officer. Nah, y'all are going to stay on your freaking phone and post shit. You're not going to do anything. Like, y'all are <laughs> I, just talking. I remember that. I remember <laughs> like, you said that. You're like, since you're so, since you're so revolutionary and you're so, like, <laughs> anti-establishment. Bro, go burn down a building. Go. Burn it on Instagram. <laughs> since you're so hard. Burn a it. cop car. <laughs> do it, bro. Do it, Mr. Fuck Cops. <laughs> bro, I'm, not even, I'm not saying that I like cops, but I'm saying I'm, you're not about to go up to somebody and attack them for no reason. Yeah, just because you're angry. That's not how it works. <laughs> That's insane. That's mental. That doesn't solve anything. I feel like the Chaz thing was people who wanted to act but didn't know how to, and um, just taking things into their own hands with okay. like no plan or no like. Um, direction just yeah. collectively they're like we're fucking sick of the cops acting like this mm-hmm. so no more cops here right and they just made and their that own happened, like no that happened cops. in like portland right or was it washington seattle oh seattle okay my bad um, yeah okay seattle washington. But it was bad in portland too hmm. yeah yeah um it's weird like <laughs> yes i mean it's kind of like the mayor the mayor was down with it she called it like the summer of love it's like the 60s or something right <laughs> and then they shut it down once people started dying it's like hmm. <laughs> <laughs> it's the classic story people only <laughs> look so far they only they don't look far enough ahead to like really determine like oh what's going to really be the outcome of this action yeah no there wasn't a lot of it, it was all very reactionary and it was like the right direction mm-hmm. of making change, but just like we're taking a break. We're taking a break. <laughs> we're chilling. I don't know. Right direction, but not making like an actual change. That's what I was gonna say. Um, but what I want to talk about now is celery and growing plants at home. I feel like I need to just get a bunch of plants and put them in my room and like just change the scenery up completely because it's getting a little kind of cryptish, kind of cave-ish, <clears throat> labyrinth-like. I'm not sure. There's a lot of changes I can make to make it more comfortable in my house, but I think I need to like make the change to my schedule, you know? Cause what about this? Like, this this is no schedule. We're on no schedule right now. No schedule. No sleep hours. No sleep. I didn't think you would be down to record this late. I was going to. Uh, Dude, I'm down to yeah. Four a.m. Three a.m. I'm down. Hard. I'm with it. So yeah, social justice movements. I think. People need to express more love. Like, I feel like, like the movement from. I mean, I've been watching it kind of since, like, middle school, hmm. like kind of emerging of like the, um, the social justice uh, mindset and like remember, ideology. Do you remember Occupy Wall Street? I do, man. Mm-hmm. I do. So crazy, like that that was like a 
that was kind of the beginning of a lot of stuff if you if you think about it um i saw this really interesting graph that um it was it was charting the usage of the word racist in news articles okay and like okay so occupy wall street was like i think that was 2011 yeah and like dude like i when you look at the chart It literally started like right around there to go straight up, dude. straight vertical. Straight up, <laughs> I promise you, dude. Like, kind of makes you think a little bit. Like, well, does correlation really mean causation in that sense? Mm, or that's a good question. Um, were these two things that were merging around the same time due to? So, so here's the thing. Um, that, that's a really good question. Um, hmm. Well, um, I'm going to say yes in this case, that it, because it obviously racism has existed. <laughs> like, right. everybody does. Didn't that, pop right? into existence in 2011. Right, it didn't pop into existence in like 2011. <laughs> but for some reason, like, during that point, whenever, because a lot of these movements are like, richer people see them and they're like, yo, let me infiltrate this to stop these guys from actually becoming more powerful. They do that a lot. Exactly, yeah. When, they, when they're scared, they they mm-hmm. clamp down on shit. Mm-hmm. Well, since it's so like wild seeing that shit. Like, uh, some like shills like Joe Rogan. Fuck Joe Rogan. <laughs> Dude, I, I realized I was so close to Joe Rogan now that it's scary. Like, it frightened me physically. Oh, you mean how like he's like down the street? <laughs> See you, Joe. Don't. I see you. Don't. <laughs> We're on Spotify too. <laughs> Don't freak me out like Did I this. I ran Elon Musk at Whole Foods. I no like, cap, bro. Let's go to Mars. That would have blown him up with a grenade launcher. Just then. Oh, <laughs> whoa! Um, save yeah, the man. save the kids in the in the lithium so, mines. So yeah, I think I think they they started doing this thing where they, I think they started using these terms in in articles and media in order to turn people against each other. And I think they started doing it purposefully. That's how I feel. Not not to say that racism doesn't exist, but I'm also saying that there is a deliberate agenda to make people angry at each other. Like somebody is sitting in their chair saying, yes, I will make them hate each other. It's the whole shaking the, the, uh, the ants to make them fight thing. Okay. Rile up the ants. Mm-hmm. And they stop going for the food, and they start going at each other's throats. Yeah, because they think, oh my gosh. They have a lot of, I, like, they, the ruling class, I guess, people in charge of the media. Mm-hmm. They do a lot of different things to try and, like, influence their base. And, like, activism mm-hmm. is involved with it, which I didn't know how to, like, really um, describe it. Okay. But... It's not so much like a progressive thing, but they just want to be like to get into journalism and media. Like you have to have this like superhero complex of just like I'm going to reach millions and bring truth and bring like right. I feel like order not too to many all of this. Like that now, though, to be honest. Well, I mean, like you you can't get hired really, really being like that, you know. Yeah, how do you feel about this whole, like, new fact-check phenomenon? How do you feel about that shit, dude? I think it's kind of funny how it just, like, any post, any post that is, like, said, like, Joe Biden or Trump or, like, Democrat Mm -hmm. or anything, vaguely political, was, like, 
this post might be disinformation. Like, it wouldn't even, it would be, like, written on the picture. Like, not even in the description or anything. Like, there's algorithms, like, scanning the text on pictures. Like Yeah, so my first problem with that is the words. Like, these words that they're using over and over, like, people weren't saying this, like, at that frequency, like, two years ago. And it's like, when you ask these questions, it's like, how come all of a sudden... If there's so much disinformation all of a sudden, okay, so people are going to hate me for saying this. If there's so much disinformation all of a sudden, like, did it start, like, freaking last year? Did it start two years ago? Like, what what made <laughs> all of a sudden people start lying all the time? Like, seriously, what did it? I'm curious. It was, it was explaining, like, the whole, um, the Trump presidency. It was explaining how, <laughs> like, he okay. won. Yeah, that was that that would be one of the answers. Yeah, that was like the big, Mm -hmm. and he kind of did win through misinformation, but Mm -hmm. he won mostly by really he had a like he had an amazing campaign. Honestly, it was it was shocking. You know, in retrospect, go on, go on. (laughs) His his campaign team, Ivanka Trump, is the unsung like orchestrator Mm -hmm. of. One of the greatest political campaigns the world has ever seen or will ever see. His campaign team, like, knew exactly what to say, like, to his base. Like, knew exactly how to get people on board with Trump, how to market Trump. Like, he's not exactly a very likable person. For sure. But they knew how to spin that into a magnetic, like, personality type for these people. And he, they knew what to say to Trump to get him on board because he doesn't listen to anybody. That's why people like him. But yeah. at the same time, he doesn't listen to anybody. So <laughs> you gotta like convince this just unhinged madman mm-hmm. who is like gaining support to take these stances on these issues and play up this character okay. if he really wants to win. So it was like they created mm-hmm. Trump, dude, and they created the like mania around trump with just like the internet and like these like rallies these crazy rallies they had yeah they had they borrowed a lot they went in debt Mm -hmm. but it paid off man it's a problem do you think it's a problem that you can't say certain things on on the internet and by that i'm not talking about like violent things i'm not talking about like like things that are like uh, against certain groups of people. I'm not talking about any of that. I'm just talking about like certain, like I don't know, <laughs> like certain, uh, not even opinions. Like there's certain things that you just can't say because if you say them, you'll get banned. How do you feel about that? Do you think that's a good thing or it's normal, or do you think that that's maybe a step in the wrong direction? There's like not a lot resembling the internet of uh, of it of the old days like internet 2.0 okay. not like you know dial up Netscape and, and GeoCities <laughs> of um, of why the internet was even good like there's not a lot left besides like free speech hmm. you know it was like you could <laughs> Bro, there was like you could find anything on the internet. You right. could you could like if you were gay, Craigslist was out there. You Yo, had dating sites. <laughs> you had 
They removed the the personals from Craigslist, which was why. Yeah, the freaking hookup shit on Craigslist. Yeah. Because I think people were using it and people were getting traffic, so. <laughs> that was an example of what, like, was gone now. Of what, I didn't know that, but, um, shit. It was like, um, it was this resource that fundamentally changed everything mm-hmm. about society in a very short period of time. And do you feel like, period you of time. feel like the way that they're doing things is kind of like clamping down on people's throats in any way? I feel like it's trying to control, like, the ocean. Hmm. Trying to, oh, okay. That yeah. Which is a very hard thing to do. Yeah. Yeah. I it's guess. like redirecting the, the currents and, mm-hmm. like, the things that live in them and trying to, like, really trying to control analogy. everything because um, it's, Dude, like, it's like, they can, you can kind of do it. I think, I think Twitter is know? a big problem. I think a six-year-old can log onto Twitter and see a bunch of pornography, and I think that's personally a problem. And I think it's it's ironic, and I get it. Like people don't like Trump; he got banned off of Twitter. Dude, he's not the only person who got banned off of Twitter. Like, there's so many categories and groups of people that have nothing to do with uh, things that you supposedly hate that are getting banned off this website just because there's certain things that they don't want you to read. Whether it's like, I don't know different types of counterculture holistic health that type of shit and it's like dude you can't it's like if you do it a little you have to do it a lot it's like the same thing with anarchy like if you have a little bit of violence then somebody innocent's gonna get hurt if you have like a little bit of banning then it's gonna grow if you want some certain things to be censored well shit sooner or later you're the one who's gonna be censored and people don't realize long term that when they give into these certain things, it's just growing into a fucking monster that eventually is going to eat them as well. <laughs> yeah, that's the that's the the hard thing with censorship because once you start going in that direction, mm-hmm. there's really no going back. Yeah, and yeah. I've seen people regret it. I've seen people who like were cheering on censorship. Now they're angry. Oh no, my account got banned. What do you mean, bro? You're pro censorship. <laughs> what are you talking about? You wanted to ban all the crazy people, and then you were the crazy people. Yeah, it's. I don't want to compare it. No, let's not even go there. Okay. Um, I think yeah, Twitter is like just really dark and really, um, really like uh, just. There's stuff that should not be on anyone any website that's on Twitter, <laughs> and that's a problem. If you're gonna ban people for speaking, saying things you don't like. Okay, cool, but you're also hosting things on here that are completely degenerate, that shit nobody should be looking at or, like, talking about. I think it's just, like, really bad for most people's mental health as, like, the only, like, website that is mostly um, text-based. Okay, yeah, so, I, I, don't, I don't use it at all anymore, to be honest. Or like major social media that is like um, conversation based, I guess, to where the the main like thing is like you tweet at somebody else, and everyone that you follow sees that. So yeah. you see everything that's going on everywhere. It's a public square, dude. It's like a public. It's it's the yeah. freaking town hall, really. Yeah, mm-hmm. and I, it's it's like mentally you're like stuck with everybody else who is like vaguely associated with 
the people who you actually want to follow. There's this thing, like, there's this echo chamber phenomenon on Twitter. And, <laughs> like, I, I call bullshit on a lot of things. <laughs> I call uh, bullshit. Like, there's this phenomenon on Twitter where, like, it's like if you only see certain accounts, imagine, like, 100 people were in this organization and this organization was paying these 100 people to say certain things. And th- this happens. Like, undeniably, this happens. There, uh, 100 people in this organization are being paid to say certain things. And you log onto Twitter and you see 50 of these 100 people and they're repeating the same things over and over. Before you know it, that shit's fact to you. It could be completely capped. Completely capped. <laughs> and you flipped it to, to fact. Yeah, just by repetition. Like That's the thing about Twitter. Like the, That's what freaks me out is like the things that become popular and just like kind of just brainwash people it's so strange to me dude yeah <clears throat> I, I man I wish I the one thing I would help for people to do is to just really work on their discernment <laughs> like for real just, just 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 double check it man just think about it a little more before you jump in and if you still feel the same cool 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 yeah, like every that's the thing. It's like it's instantly a trend, and then like it's like immediately acceptable. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like immediately thought like taken in without any um, without without any any like judgment mm-hmm. about it. Yeah, I'm gonna ask a strange question. How do you feel about the, that little nod video that, that everybody's <laughs> flipping out about? It's um. It was, like, wild seeing it, like, become mm-hmm. more and more popular. Okay. Like, or just, like, talked about more and more and more to mm-hmm. where it was just, like, everywhere for a minute. Yeah, it, it was very good marketing. I, But with that being said, I mean, the song, I will, I will admit that the song sounds fucking dope, man. The song sounds really good. <laughs> yeah, it's got this, like camel in like the desert kind of like exactly yeah there's like something eastern going on with it it's it's very like the song sounds good um man it's just interesting they're they're constantly pushing the envelope of what's acceptable so if if people accept that okay cool what's the next step like do you want to see the next step (laughs) because if if that's acceptable in a video then the next thing that's acceptable it's just going to keep going on megan the stallion drops cake farts (laughs) <laughs> and she just sits on the cake. I mean, that would be freaking hilarious. <laughs> and then, <laughs> but nah, dude. Like, uh, I'm talking about like more and more inappropriate shit. They're they're just trying to see what they can like get away with <laughs> at this point. That's been yeah. That's been like kind of like the mo for like really really big artists. I feel like yeah. like kind of kind of like trying to like dance with like the line. I guess it was acceptable with the public. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and the line yeah. has been. Mine has moved. <laughs> yeah. Moved, bro. Imagine going back in time and showing the Beatles that little Nas X video. <laughs> <laughs> I think Ringo would seize up and die immediately. Oh my god. Like we would. Well, nothing can kill Ringo. Right, man. I'm, yeah, I think. Who do you think is going to outlast? <laughs> I would go back gonna... in time and I would give John Lennon, like, a Four Loco, the original one, <laughs> and see how that changes, like, the timeline. Bro, I would go back in time and I would like <laughs> bring my phone and I'd be like, "Yo, John Lennon, like I fucking record whole ass music on my iPhone 
I got 16 tracks. I can freaking make drum machine. Well, well, Claude, you're an alien. Look at you. <laughs> it's quite crazy, yes. <laughs> can this record my next song? <laughs> There was like, you know, Apple had like all the rights to uh, the Beatles music. Is that the same company? Is that the same Apple though? It is? Okay, word. Yeah. After uh, Michael Jackson, mm. then Apple had the um, had all the rights. Oh, yeah, you're right. Yeah, that's true. Um, I'm pretty sure. Freaking, I was going to ask you, who do you think is going to last the longest out of all the Beatles, uh, Paul or Ringo? Who's going to be the last Beatles standing? These are the real questions people are afraid to ask. <laughs> and I feel like everyone knows is, is Ringo. Ringo, yeah, you're right. But yeah. no one wants to say it. Yeah. That nigga doesn't age. Paul already died in 1960. He was replaced. Yeah, he was replaced. Yeah. Ooh, it was a double. It was an Avril Lavigne thing. Yeah. Ooh, let's get into some deep conspiracy. Earth is flat. You think Yoda has a kid? Yoda has a kid. Yeah. Oh. All right. I got a phone call and had to pause it, but uh, we're still going. So sorry. Sorry if you thought it was over. It's not over. (laughs) Shit. We were talking about (laughs) the government. Yeah, the government, man. I um. JFK was murdered. Everybody knows this, right? Yeah, that's that's a very um, sensitive topic for a lot Hot of topic, people. Hot topic, yeah. Yeah. Still to this day, mm. uh, people get up in arms about the if he was murdered or not. Personally, I think his head just did that. But, oh, word. I mean, I might get attacked for saying this, but mm. what I, do you think? honestly, I think he just thought about the wrong thing and his head just did that. Oh, word. You think he just, like, internally combusted? It might have been, and mm. then like they were so scared about head exploding, like becoming mm. a craze, like yeah. So they were I like, I think I think you might be onto something, man, because uh, the CIA did some research, you know. Well, actually, no, 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 no. I actually think the CIA killed JFK. <laughs> I had to check under the table to make sure. Then we hear a knock on the door. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. They were doing a lot of funny stuff with guns back in the day. Mm. Ain't that just quacking crazy? Yeah, man. Yeah, I think I think they murdered him because they he was about to he was about to drop some knowledge on the people. He was about to start talking about aliens and how like um, they're hiding all this technology. And then, as opposed to him letting that secret out and stuff, they're like, "No, we got it. We got it off him." That's what I think happened. Huh. He was starting. He was starting to talk about secret societies and speeches. He did say that, yeah. For yeah. all you people who think that shit's fake, <laughs> and made people like uh, really, really like uh, it. Really put the fire under the fuel for the conspiracy thing. That right. was a big part of it. Right. Well, I mean, I don't think I don't think he would just say some shit willy nilly for no reason, you know. You know, it's wild. On paper, the bullet shouldn't do that. Okay. The magic bullet thing. But they recreated it in, um, like, simulations, mm. and it, like, did it. 
like a gay. You know, uh, there's actually a theory that Jackie Kennedy shot him. <laughs> have you have you heard that one? That's hilarious. Yeah, wow. if you watch the video, if you watch the video, it looks like she's reaching or something, and then like she climbs to the back of the car, and she hands she hands something to to the guy that's running up to the car. So like I don't know it, the conspiracy or the the theory is that like she handed him the gun after shooting JFK. No way. Yeah, dude. What? Like, look it up, man. The video's crazy. Damn, got iced by a, by his own by his own mistress, his own wife, lady. his own. Queen, Some people bro. say it was actually his son, John F. Kennedy Jr., who did the shooting. <laughs> Kidding. <laughs> a completely asinine. <laughs> and he he um. He died in a plane crash. Yeah, apparently he died in a plane crash. Yeah, sad. And yeah. he was like in politics or something. He was he wasn't really in politics, but he had a political magazine, and I feel like he, he was yeah the magazine. Yeah, yeah he had yeah, George yeah. magazine, and I feel like he had dirt on everybody, bro. I feel like he really had dirt on everybody. He was too powerful for sure. They nerfed him, dude. Like, yeah, um, yeah he was gonna run for. I don't know if this is true, but he was gonna run for the freaking what's the spot that Hillary Clinton had in the two thousands? It was um, New York, um, New York attorney or something like that, the head of New York law or something like that, and the, JF, um, district New, attorney, something like that. Yeah, Secretary of. Let me just stop because I don't know. Okay, <laughs> but yeah, Hillary that Clinton. That's Hillary did. Once. Yeah, she was running for it, and uh, I think JFK was gonna run for it as well, and. He just happens to die, so, you know, <laughs> it happens. <laughs> it happens. Right? Seth Was Rich? First person the Clintons off? Or no. No. <laughs> Nine, no. You need to go back to the 80s if you want to find the first person that the Clintons off. <laughs> I, wow. Straight up. Dude, Seth Rich, bro. Julian Assange. This shit's too crazy. If you don't know who that is, look it up. <laughs> You know, they, like, actually, they had to completely flip their stance on, like, transparency and whistleblowers because it's the whole Julian Assange thing. Word. Like, the Obama, like, presidency. Okay. Yeah, they ran on uh, one of the promises, like, or something on their website was they were all about giving, like, whistleblowers a platform and, like, being more transparent with the people. Word. And yeah. they just, like, straight up deleted that shit. Like, yeah, so Julian Assange <laughs> revealed that... Our government was killing, like, random citizens in, um, I don't know the country, maybe Iraq. but And he released a video on his website that, like, citizens were being targeted by drones or maybe not drones, something yeah, else. Yeah, like weddings and, like, and funerals and mass. Like, yeah, exactly. They were, getting, they were getting blown the fuck up. Yeah, for sure. And then, and then in 2016, he dropped all the freaking uh, DNC emails. And coincidentally... Like very shortly before those were dropped, Seth Rich, the this DNC staffer, mysteriously died, and um, it's interesting because uh, Assange mentioned Seth Rich in an interview. So the theory is that Seth Rich had access to all of the DNC's emails, and he wanted to expose certain things that they were doing. So he what he did was he sent that information to Assange. Of course, I, I don't have any 
like this isn't proven. But, but that's how people like tie yeah, it together. Yeah, it's the it's logical. It's the most logical if you if you put put everything together. And uh, he was killed for that. Supposedly, <laughs> that wasn't even. Um, you know, there's they have like um, people that they're called fixers. Okay. And uh, th- like, like assassins. Yeah, kinda. Kinda. And their whole job is like tying up loose ends any way, like possible. Right. Politically, hmm. that dude, uh, that some old guy like broke into Nancy Pelosi's like, office hmm. and like took a picture sitting in her chair. Okay, in January, right? Yeah, yeah January sixth. Okay. He <clears throat> stole her laptop. Is that the guy who stole her laptop, or was it stolen by somebody else? I think it was him. Okay, but whoever stole his laptop, it's like a couple of days later, killed themselves. Seriously? Yeah. <laughs> I've I've heard some shit like that about like laptops and then like people ending up dead. <laughs> so that's interesting. Very yeah. Very trust your government, guys. Trust your government. No telling what they had on that, but they recovered the laptop. I think, I'm pretty sure. Dude, I no, I really don't think Nancy got her laptop back. Oh, well, it's floating out there somewhere. Someone just bought it for like a couple million bitcoins <laughs> or whatever. Sheesh. Hold on, I got it. Two. Yeah, you're good. Dude, what's up? Man, I don't know what's up. It's like not, it's not passing any signal. Maybe it's the cable. Was that, uh, Hungo? Oh, yeah, everything's cool now. Cool. <laughs> Still nothing, dude. What the fuck? This is like, why? This is, this is like, what? Why would you do this to me, bro? Getting the echo. But I can't hear my guitar. Okay. Yeah, this might be the ghost. Okay. Every apartment has a ghost. It's not a real apartment unless it's haunted. Type. That, that. This is a good but, episode, though. I'm glad we did this. Yeah, for sure, man. Uh, I guess we're done, right? <laughs> yeah. I'll, I'll make it make sense. Yeah. Just you on that one. That was rare. We did, we did a whole, like... We did a whole, like, society bit. <laughs> oh, yeah. To be honest, I haven't really listened to any of your other episodes that... That thoroughly. Oh, so dude. I don't even know what you were you guys were talking about for your other shit, to be honest. It's fine. Like, I know it's just, like, so yeah. much. Mm-hmm. I mean, I totally wanted to go in, in that direction. And, like, whatever we did, like, that's pretty much exactly what I wanted to talk about. Oh. Yeah. yeah. I, yeah, I just, um, I like it to be whatever it wants to be. Mm-hmm. Which, um, it's the best that. that way. In the future, I might try do more 
um, do things like around subjects or, or okay. about something and I might get you know more people mm-hmm. tuning in for that like uh, yeah Part of the way, bro, reason I do it this way is just because it's just easy. Yeah. It, it, it vibes, like, just whatever the vibes are is, like, what happens. Exactly. Yeah. Well, this is wonderful. I hope it's a hit. Yeah, man. Uh, you're going to be on your way? Or? I'll, like, you know, vibe around for a little bit. Oh, yeah, for sure. Um, yeah. I'm trying to figure this out. <laughs> cool. You know what it is? It's probably... Do you think the channel's on the right one? That's a good question. Um, I think it is because it's not blinking. You know, I think... Man, it's weird. We'll figure this out. So the guitar is working. Please go home. Mm-hmm. 